Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side the right sided free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Well, hello, good evening, and welcome to the Den Friday Night Lights, dear listeners, for the visit of Nottingham Forest. To me, all you're listening to, Achtung Millwall. My name's Nick Hart, and if I sound out of breath, it's because I am. Traffic crossing over from the Rubber Hive tonight, an absolute mare, dear listeners. But here we are, global TV coverage for this championship fixture. Also, I'm trying to recover my composure. Your Mill team tonight, dear listeners, which you'll know all about by the time you get to listen to our show, but still, we try and follow these niceties. In goal, Barbell Koski, back line, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Alex Pierce, Marlon Romeo, midfield, Jason Malumbi, Sean Williams on the wing, Jed Wallace, Yuri Skalak. Up front, we have... Matthias Smith, Ben Thompson, midfield as well, Mr. Paul Ben. Such is my um, state of dishevelment after dashing around to try and catch kickoff for you, dear listeners. There we are. We made it. Just as a little McCartney sounds pound around then. Just in time for kickoff. Forest tonight in all red. Lions in their traditional dark blue and white. Attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with the ecclesiastical history of the English people as written by the Venable Bede in the time of the Anglo-Saxons first kick us off long ball forwards they come into tonight's match pretty decent away record five wins four, wi- four draws and just one defeat away from home Lions of course also got a decent home record so just one defeat at home this season so there's a sense of the immovable force hitting the uh, the unstoppable object or whatever the expression is I can't remember it is it's in my state of out of breathness 
It's a nice show, of course, being seen all around the world, around the globe. A little break here, coming down the right. This is Jed Wallace inside the first minute. He's made a dash down the right wing. Has he got a chance to cross? His cross is not good enough into the first defender, unfortunately. Forrest do get a chance to bring a way in. One minute on the clock. Forrest, of course, come in with um, at least playoff aspirations, possibly top two. They're fourth in the Championship League table coming into tonight's game. Lions placed 13th after that draw up there at St Andrews. The Trillion Trophy, I should call it, last Saturday. A decent draw that felt like we'd had um, a win snatched from us in the event, but um, one mustn't grumble, must one. We're, we are British after all. Not many in the den tonight, as Doug has just uh, been me from Sweden. It looks like the eight attendance we might get versus Newport in the third round of the FA Cup. A bit more than that, I think, Doug, in, in all fairness. It's about half full, I would say, which is a shame. Friday night fixture, it always um, feels a bit odd to come down the front. In comes the corner, towards Smith at the far post, headed away. It always feels a bit odd. Your whole day's routine is thrown out for night matches, um, as against the Saturday afternoon, which is traditional. But there we are. Such are the demands of the modern media. Leviathans chewing up viewers for money. This is Sean Williams on four minutes. Lines a little bit of possession at the forest end. This is Marlon now over on the right. Chipped into the middle, headed by Ben Thompson over the bar. Four and a half minutes. Nice cross, nice header, just over the, over the top. Watch it on the replay. A little kind of dippy cross in towards uh, Ben Thompson. In. We'll probably feel he should have done a bit better. Got it on target. Lines on the break. Five minutes. This is Jed on the on the left now. With his roving go anywhere brief that he has. Minister without portfolio. Jed Wallace into the uh, defender. He's trying to escort that. He's had to control it by the corner flag. That's going to go for a throw in Millwall. Five and a half minutes. I'm getting a little bit of joshing from the WhatsApp group for my appearance and the um, sequence you know, leading up to tonight's live coverage uh, which I did yesterday, I came down yesterday to uh, send them a few uh, phone clips, this is a ball in from Murray it's well out of, out of play disappointing ball in from Murray Yeah, and no, I came down yesterday to um, shoot some uh, iPhone bits for the Sky TV, they wanted like punchy one-liners to cut into action footage to start off tonight's TV coverage um, and as in a very normal way, they, I, I tried to do a few in the car park to get the stadium as a backdrop, which I thought would look funky. And I got slung out by the um, the wire security steward because they got Sky in. I thought you can't you can't make that up. Only at Millwall, I got slung it back onto the street. Hence, then to the um, plethora of Lions Club shop uh, shots. Hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, all comes out wide, wide right. This is. Who's that? That's uh, Jed over on the right. Beautifully escapes his man. Great advert if he's looking for a Premier League contract tonight, of course, for Jed. Not that he's that cynical a player, I know. Maybe I'll withdraw that last remark when I do the edit. Or maybe I won't, I don't know. Whistle goes in the middle. That's a bit of a hot challenge from the Forest midfielder there. Going to be a middle free kick. Just inside the, uh, the, the Forest half, just inside the centre circle. Eight and a half minutes on the clock. It's taken quickly. Sean Williams from the left now, a little chip forwards to Ben, gets clattered from behind, but the referee's not having it. Forrest will clear. It's a three-man central defence, my tactical advisors tell me, via the uh, miracle of WhatsApp. This is Murray Wallace coming down the left, not the most natural left-sided winger. 
you'll ever see in life, but he does his best. And as I said on the fan show the other night, I've got a sneaking regard for him, even though I think functional is probably a bit of a compliment at times in his wing play. This is Jed on the right now, ball into the mix. That's headed for corners. The goalkeeper came for a little bit of indecision in defence. It's going to go for a right-sided corner from Millwall, 13 and a half minutes. It's going to be Jed that takes 14 minutes now on the clock. It's swung into the middle. That's headed in 1-0 from... Sean Williams again, number six, Sean Williams headed downwards and up into the top left-hand corner, one nil Millwall. Let's watch that on the replay again, that looked like a fairly straightforward, uh, decent corner, straightforward header in from close, downwards and bounces up. Yes, Sean Williams, the scorer, let's watch the replay, he's uh, just in front of the uh, goalkeeper, heads it downwards and up. Impossible for the goalkeeper to get to it because of the flight of the ball, one nil Millwall. 15 minutes on the clock, dear listeners. I might be wrong, but I have a slightly um, feeling of a nervous goalkeeper about him. I could well be wrong. He'd probably play out of his skin now and um, ram those words down my throat. But he just looks a little bit like uh, the old proverbial dodgy keeper. I've recovered my composure after that goal, dear listeners. I was a little bit... Um, my feathers have been ruffled by that, that whole Rotherhive Tunnel roadworks crawling traffic experience and the hectic walk down here to catch the kickoff and the arrival just in time I apologise if I sounded at all um, dishevelled in my delivery at the start of today's game this is a long throw in from um, Forrest waiting for it to come in 8.17 come towards 18 minutes it is a long throw blimey yeah that's onto the roof of the net over everyone's head wasn't quite Serio level but it was going down Serio Avenue Gary Rowett continues to impress. I did say Rowett, not Rowlett, didn't I? Rowett um, continues to impress. Nice little Sky TV piece that I saw doing the rounds on the Twitter earlier on. Um, he communicates very well. Keeps talking about things called transitions. I'm going to get Ryan Loftus, uh, or one of the, uh, the tactical experts, possibly Aaron, possibly Mike Hayden, to tell me all about these transitions, because um, it's a modern football term that was, wasn't around in my younger days. Anyway, he wants to work on the transitions. This is Murray Wallace on the left. I don't know about his transitions. That ball feeds itself off a, a red boot off of Ben Thompson. It's going to be a throw-in. Come towards 19 and a half minutes, 20 minutes on the, on the, on the horizon. Transitions to me sound like a make of contact lenses. So I'm going to get more information from the boys about what transitions are. And I'll get back to you on that front, dear listeners. Come towards the halfway point of the first half. Been a really good start by the Lions. Leading by that header from, from Sean Williams earlier on. 15 minutes. Forest haven't looked much. They look like the kind of team that want to pass the ball around ad infinitum to no great effect. But we need to make sure that we don't switch off because I'm sure they can hurt you. Their, their, their track record coming into the game tonight tells you they can hurt you if they get given time and space. So we've got to make sure they don't get it. The quality of uh, Gary Rowett's communication is one thing that has really stood out for me since he started at the, uh, the end of October. Seems to have a relaxed purpose about him. Ball breaks now to Jed Wallace on the right, whilst they waffle away, 22 minutes, ball into the middle, that's headed by the 20, for another right-sided corner as Jed crossed the ball here, probably could have taken a touch further there, but who am I to criticise Jed Wallace? 
Um, yeah, the, the, he has a, a slightly relaxed but purposeful delivery, which um, you listen. I think that's that's the thing. I thought every time, every interview I've heard of him, I find myself wanting to to know what he's thinking and listening for more. And that's a, a massive step forward. So we I, I think one thing I would say about Neil Harris was he had a slight kind of vein in the forehead, bulging intensity to him at the time. Reminiscent of the early Paul Weller. I don't know any of the older listeners remember when the jam first started. Weller's delivery as a front man always had a kind of real intense kind of. Um, you know, kind of false, and I always remember that there was a vein that stood out on his forehead, and Neil Harris always had this image of his vein on his forehead standing out. Um, gone to Cardiff, we wish him well, but that's that's that for Neil Harris. But no, communication-wise, Rao is a big step forwards, in my opinion. Harris, off. This is this is Marlon now on the right. Twenty-six minutes comes towards twenty-seven. He's doing his disco dance routine, cooling the gang style. Shot on goal, but no real power. The goalkeeper bats it away. Those were throwing on the right side. 27 minutes now on the stadium clock. Lions pushed all the way back to Bart Belkowski. There's not much to do in goal so far. Let's hope it stays that way. 27 and a half minutes. Long ball forwards. Flick out on from Matt Smith. Ben just can't quite connect there. Playing much further forward tonight, Ben. Almost as a second striker at times to Matt Smith. Probably um, a false nine or a, a loose eight or something. An erratic eight, perhaps. Trying to get with the, the the tactics talk, I feel a little bit, um, you know, from a different generation when I sit with these uh, millennials who've been on the FM manager and all that kind of thing, and I don't know the terms, so I'm trying to get with it. I, I'm trying to be like the old geography teacher, grooving with the kids at the disco. Warm welcome for Lewis. Watching a kind of Ho Chi Minh beard down there, Lewis Graben. This is Ben Thompson just inside the, the mill half. He feeds Jed Wallace, who's come across now to the left. He's got Jerry Skellack overlapping him. He takes his man on, goes past him like he doesn't exist. He pulls just over, over, um, chipped the ball in. It was uh, uh, behind the goal in the end. Unlucky there. Nice run into the box. He had Matt Smith waking. He's just trying to put some spin on it. I think find Matt Smith's head. 33 minutes. Nice back heel by Jed Wallace on the right there, just trying to find Matt Smith. The one two just didn't come off there, but. It was a Johan Cruyff-style back heel arrogantly done there by, by Jed Wallace. A lot of talk about whether we can hold him in, in uh, January if the big money comes in. I, I hope we can, but obviously the money will have to be, I hope, big. I hope uh, John Berrelson listens to the show, and well, I don't, he won't need me to tell him to put an extra zero on the end of whatever figure gets offered, John. You don't need me to tell you that, though, do you? Marlon coming down the right, he's trying to take his man on, just tries to jink it past the 16, but Ben follows up nicely, so there's a second ball, now Ben breaks forward on the right, 36 and a half minutes, checks into the box, just can't quite get it under control, under challenge, gone behind the right-sided corner, dear listeners, some nice breaks coming down the right as, as Marlon's going forwards, there always seems to be another player, but this must be one of the little tricks they work out on the training ground, we saw it on the, the little movie that uh, Sky showed earlier on today, this must be the kind of trickery that goes on at that Calmont Road training ground, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing that's right <laughs> going to go for a call, it's going to be a throw in on the uh, near to the right side corner flag, but only as far as Malumbu ball into the box Smith goes flying referee says nothing he went uh, sliding forwards like the uh, the the dying swan in Swan Lake which is not a body of work I'm that familiar with other than the fact I know there is a scene in which the uh, the swan dies and there's much uh, jiggery-pokery that goes on around that and that was Matt Smith there he went flying forwards as if um, 
caught by the, the old Marin, the ancient Mariner's arrow. Well, Forest manager Shabri Lamushi will be unhappy with what he's seen from them this time. I think they've been poor, to be honest. They've, they've tried to pass their way down the two flanks. All too often, balls forward are poor or over here or offside. So nothing much from Forest. Lines have looked brighter. Um, I would want a second goal for, for maximum comfort. 44 minutes. We're ticking towards half-time. Overall, it's been a bright half of football from Millwall. Whenever we've attacked, we've looked by far the more dangerous of the two teams. Jed Wallace is um, only danger, I think, is overconfidence on, on the right at the moment. He's certainly, um, you know, in, in, in the form of his life, as we've said a few times on, online. And uh, the middle midfield are, are making those crucial tackles. Forrest are really having no joy as we tick towards 45 minutes. There's half-time as Forrest fart about with it halfway inside the middle half, which has been pretty much the story of the half. Um, Lions leap on it. Sean Williams goal in 15 minutes. Mill 1, Nottingham Forest nil at half-time, dear listeners. You're listening to Achtung Millwall. Incidentally, dear listeners, as it's half-time, why not treat yourself to a new calendar? It's 2020 in a few weeks' time. What do you need? You need to know what the date is. And to do that, you ideally need the 2020 Achtung Millwall podcast calendar, which we put together. It's now available. Uh, we're asking for £10 for it. It's an A4... Um, I wouldn't call it black and white. It's not black and white. It's actually a colour print, but I've done it in a, in a, a kind of a tasteful silver tone sepia silver tone style I think it's really quite funky myself but then I would um, £10 we're asking for it you can send £10 by PayPal to cblthemag at hotmail.co.uk uh, all profits on serious though will be will benefit the Evelina and Demelza hospice and hospitals kids hospitals um, there's an appeal going on with some chaps put together a Christmas appeal for the, for these two fantastic causes um, the the calendar will benefit the that fundraising effort um, I've sent a few out today I've got 50 of them printed I really hope I can shift all 50 and generate a good amount of money for that fantastic appeal for those two great hospitals Evelina and Demelza so that's the 2020 Aston Millwall calendar now available send us £10 or check out the, the Twitter feed there's pictures all over the shop of um, said calendar uh, really thank you to everyone who's ordered so far and thanks in advance to anyone else for the support uh, and, oh, and don't forget your name and address people sometimes don't get the name and address in the message section so I need that to send it out thanks a lot dear listeners Acton Millwall is the number one Millwall podcast Accept no substitute. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Teams are out for the second half. Dear listeners, Lions will be attacking the cold blow lane in in the second half, as recorded in notations in William the Conqueror's Doomsday Book. Recorded by Bishop Lanfranc himself, it is understood. No substitutions, as far as I can see. I think we're just waiting for the TV signal to get going. It's a bit like um, the old 70s pop programme, Supersonic. Do you remember? There must be a bloke with white hair in that v- the vans in the, in the car park. And Q Supersonic, Q Camera 1. There we go. Q Supersonic. A bit of joke entirely lost on younger listeners, but anyway... Since when did I compromise on these things, dear listeners? I don't, do I? This is because of Ben Thompson come down the left. Ball in from the left. That's into the uh, near post, but hoof clear by the, the four. This is Jed now on the right. He's got Marlon with him in in, uh, in attendance. Jed takes his man, finds Marlon inside the penalty area. From the right, as a shot into the side, netting. Yeah, the Docker Stanford had gone in. It was a great shot, blasted at goal. Just on the wrong side of the post, unfortunately. 46 minutes. This is the 17, coming down the left now. Ball into the middle. They can't carry on playing as poorly as they did in the first half, you would think, given their position in the table, but they've not looked up to much so far. Twice winners of the European Cup, of course, under Brian Clough in the late 70s and early 80s, Nottingham Forest. Long while since those uh, far-off days. Ball bounce into the box. It's the shot brilliantly saved by Bob Belkowski. Wow. He's, he's pointing to his defence and think... That was just the ball into the uh, right side of the box, batted down to the, headed down to the striker, the uh, 28, I think that was. Great slap shot and well fielded by Barkilkovsky. It's going to be at the right sided corner. Only real chance for Forrest, that, uh, that slap shot there from Amibi. Brilliant save by Barkilkovsky. He does make shot stopping look um, like a natural, you know, natural given talent. Ball breaks in uh, midfield from Ben Thompson. This is now Jed Wallace on a run on centre. He runs into the eight. He actually ran into him, referee not giving a, a free kick, probably correctly. Forest have started the second half with a lot more um, direction to their play. They couldn't get much worse than the first half showing, but they've certainly opened up in the second half with some hint as to their, their standing in the table. 52 minutes. Bit of movement there, the 11, it falls to the 17, that's a shot from just outside the D by the, uh, the 17 wide, thankfully. Forest looking a lot more determined. Crowd trying to lift the Lions, get them out of the uh, the slight lull that we've got into. Ben Thompson, Mylon Romeo now from the edge of the D. Shot from distance as um, scuffed wide, wide right. Come to his 58 minutes, the listeners. Four ball out, finds Jed Wallace. He's got Ben overlapping on the right into the penalty area. What can he do? Jed shot first time into the defender, unfortunately. Jed just in danger of. Um, Overcooking slightly. He's clearly our main creative. But 
he's been given a free roll, so you're going to get the good bit of bad with that, I suppose. <laughs> Bloke in front of me stretched out across about four or five seats, allowing him to lay down. It must look like he's um, he's been caning it. It looks like um, tourists. <laughs> you see it all at the end. Substitution, Smith's coming out, Bradshaw is coming in. I think Smith took a bit of a knock earlier on, dear listeners. Bradshaw comes in, 60 minutes. And that, dear listeners, is uh, entree de Louis Grabin. As we tick towards 62 minutes. Left-sided free kick, not far short of being a slightly better place corner. Then it comes, it's deep, 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 headed back, one each. Grabham, of course, headed back across the face of the goal in by Grabham. The gestures to the crowd, who gestured back at him. No love lost there, dear listeners, I can tell you that much. Oh, breaks, this is Bradshaw on the run forwards, he's got Malumbi overlapping on the, on the right, can he connect it? Great sliding tackle in fairness, just as Malumbi was trying to pull the trigger. That's going to go for a mill throw in on the right. It's halfway through the second half, the game is poised. Lions led for the bulk of it. Forest are back in the mix now though, dear listener. Corner from Jed, that's near, there's a poor corner. Some of our corners have not been up to the scratch, apart from the one that got the goal, just to disprove my own remark there. Ball bounces, this is Ben on the, on the, on the left, ball into the mix. Oh, headed off the line from Jake Cooper. Close range, Shadow is downwards. Cleared off the line from Jake, 69 minutes. All plays forces Bradshaw, trying to combine with Ben, all one, two. Bradshaw goes into the mix. I don't think we can get a penalty for that crowd howling for it, but no, I just ran into his man, in, in all honesty. Ticking towards 70 minutes, dear listeners. Crowd thought that was a penalty. I, I, I didn't, but I'm a long way away from it. Don't show controversial replays, of course, inside the ground. Columbia does well, finds Marlon on the halfway line, 71 minutes. Mill in possession. Pull forward from Romeo, down the line, and clear. Ben Thompson, Malumbi combined, find Jed on the right, 72 minutes. This is Marlon. Ben overlapping on the right. He collects, what can he do? He gets the ball into the mix. That's deflected back to the goalkeeper. Forrest coming down the right now, 73 minutes. Shot takes a deflection, Bart collects. Looping kind of deflection. Collected quite easily in the end. I've seen it all now, dear listeners. This bloke actually has gone a kip in front of me. I've seen a lot of things that have done in my time. I've never seen anything like stretched out across one, two, three, four, five seats. Like he's at the airport waiting lounge. He's actually going to kip. I've seen it all. Falls Jed finds Ben Thompson centrally to run into trouble. Ben does well to feed the ball out to Malumbi on the right. This is Jed Wallace now overlapping. Ball into the mix. That's battered away the near post by the goalkeeper. Right side of corner Millwall, 74 minutes looming. Jed will take. In it comes, it's deeper, that's better, that's headed, that's off the line again! Headed back from Jake, off the, cleared off the line, balled into the mix, deep, 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 too deep I think. Ben does brilliantly well to keep it in play over there. He's going to have to perform another miracle to get the ball, return ball back. He does perform another miracle to get the ball back, the ball's still in play on the right. This is into the middle, that falls to Skalak on the edge of the penalty area, bounces up and away. Last ditch defended by Nottingham Forest at the moment, dear listeners. Uh, Jerry Scalak's coming out, Aidan O'Brien's coming. Good round of applause for Jerry Scalak. I, I think he's done well today, put a lot of effort in. And the applause to match. 
Incidentally, I mentioned my Acton Mill calendar earlier on. £10. Send £10 to, via PayPal to CBL the Mag at Hotmail at CBL the Mag at Hotmail.co.uk. I was criticised on the House of Fun for not including Aidan O'Brien in my list of 12 images. Um, yeah, fair comment. I, I probably um, would have liked to have got Aidan in. I just wasn't space. And um, the, the choices I made were ones that I felt just came in front of him. He's, he's uh, a player of a point to prove still. He seems to have had that all of his career. Referee letting a lot go. Mill do recover possession. A more reserved character. This is Ben Thompson coming out. He's put an effort in today. Good applause for Ben. One of our own. Mahoney comes in. 21, 80, 83 minutes. This is Aidan O'Brien on the left. Taking his man on. He finds Jed just inside him. Ball back across the face of the goal. Malumbi just couldn't connect as the ball flashed across the forest. Goal there. Chance. This is Forrest coming down the left now. It's outside of Millpills. This is the 18. Space on the right. Another ball into the mix. Ball across the box. Oh, it's the 37 now. But a space into the side netting. Wow. Yeah, time and space to pick his spot and put it into the side netting. 87 minutes. No dodge a bullet there, dear listeners. He's woke up. I thought he was dead for a minute, this bloke in front of me. He's woke up now. He's recovering. He's uh, getting his head together, I think, is the expression. This is a break now for Graben. Just in front of the uh, Mill penalty area. He's running to the box. There's 19 now overlapping him. 87 and a half minutes. Chance for the 19 to... to one from Graben again. Fucking hell. Break down the left. Ball into the, into the six-yard box. And you know who puts it in from close. Another go, I'm going to have thrown this away, dear listeners. You all have seen it on the TV, so you don't need my, my comment. Nobody's fault but ours, as the song says. This is Conor Mahoney going down the, the right wing. Into the box, what can he do? He's won a corner on the right. Mahoney takes. Near post, says, poor corner that corner's not open, poor. Malumbi stumbles, shot over the bar from distance. Five minutes over time. Wasteful there from Jason Malumbi. There's Wallace finding um, O'Brien on the on the left. Play spreads. This is Marlon there on the right. He's got Conor Mahoney in front of him. Back inside to, to Sean Williams. Will he have a go? He will. Chirol! Shot from distance of Williams. Passing down with a goalkeeper. Slammed down. O'Brien! To each! Shot from distance by Sean Williams. Goalkeeper spills it in the path of Aidan O'Brien. 2 all. Oh my giddy arm. Football. And a crowd roaring the lines on. With a couple of minutes of um, injury time still to go. Colin Mahoney breaks. Coming down the right. Bradshaw's in the mix. What can he do? Into the middle. He's still on the ball. Oh, he's into the side netting. Oh dear, oh dear. I thought he put it in for a moment. There's the final whistle. Wow, what a game. Um, two each. Fair result? No, I think we should have won that. I don't think that was a fair result. It was um, grossly unfair for us to get to 2-1. Self-inflicted, of course.
as we get back into it shows real spine and steel from this squad um, overall decent performance from Millwall to have got behind felt so um, tough to take but uh, well done Mill getting back into it so there we are final whistle at the uh, den it's Mill 2 Nottingham Forest 2 we're back after these messages It's actually Saturday, early Saturday afternoon, not Sunday morning nightmare, dear listeners. But just a little short re, you know, review of the post-match comment after last night's um, entertaining draw. Um, I'm sure if there are any neutrals watching the TV coverage or in the den, perhaps my mate who was laid out on the seats in front of me, if he'd have been paying any kind of attention, would have said that was an entertaining enough fixture. Um, is it a point gained again, a bit like last week's answer that I gave to, to Aaron on the fan show as per last week's match at Birmingham, although a very different game last night in character to that fixture at uh, the Trillion Trolley, Trolley Trophy Stadium or whatever it's called. But again, a sense of a victory thrown away or lost, taken from us by the um, opponents, Nottingham Forest, who I thought we made look very ordinary for large chunks of the, certainly the first half, and and reviewing the live um, stream that I did last night, um, large chunks of the second half, in, in all fairness, when they did get going, which was basically after the after the break and, and um, you know, once they got the equaliser, um, they looked all right, they looked okay. They looked like a team... Um, of the of the standing of fourth in the table. We're just looking at the league table as I'm speaking to you now. So, uh, this is pre today's kickoffs in the um, championship, but they're they're placed fourth with a good away record, and you could kind of see that in flashes last night. Um, certainly, the equalising goal. Um, I was watching the highlights again this morning. Poor defensive work let us down again. It let us down at uh, Birmingham last week. It's let us down for, for both goals, pretty much, I would say. We, we, we have to do better in defence, and I'm sure that's going to be a factor in the decision. The the one um, you know the, the one player we're all talking about, the, the uh, Jed Wallace, will he, won't he leave us in January? Well, if he does leave us, and I think probably it's looking ever more likely that he will do, as much for the funds that he will generate to strengthen the side. Because for me... We are close to being a decent side, dear listeners. The way that we got in front uh, last night against Forrest, uh, the way we contained them in the first half, and then showed the, the steel to come back in the second half. We were unlucky not to be ahead going into the last few minutes, and then to suffer the, the body blow of that late, seemingly winner at the time from Lewis Graben for Forrest. I thought it was enough to, to give the points to them. But to, you know, get past that and to show the kind of backbone required to get back into the game and pull off a tool draw and dare nick it almost with Conor Mahoney in the last seconds of the game showed real spine. And this team do have a good group mentality. So, although, you know, a few of us, not, I don't want to see Jed go, but I can see the arguments for him and in all honesty, for Millwall Football Club to take the money, if it is upwards of £10 million, possibly more, from a Premier League side in January, 
Um, that would suit Jed. I don't begrudge him the chance to, you know, to, to make his make his money whilst he's got the talent and he's got the fitness. You never know when that's going to leave you. So, you know, he's a, he's a player with, with family commitments. He's got to take the opportunity when it presents itself. <clears throat> Equally, Mill need do need to strengthen our defensive back line, in my, my opinion. Um, as much as I... I've praised Murray Wallace. You know, I, I do like, as we said in the show in the week, I do have a soft spot for functional utility. Left backs of limited talent, but 100% attitude. You know, it's hard not to love Murray Wallace, but we do need better than than he. Um, I'd also argue, possibly, that Marlon Romeo, as talented as he is going forwards, probably doesn't do enough defensively. So there, there might be an unpopular opinion for one or two. But certainly we got shown up for the two goals last night. We did a lot of good work and then got shown up for two goals to to throw away the points. Just as we you know, did good work up there at Birmingham and then got undone with a pretty basic, simple goal there. So it was last night for, for both of the, the Forest goals. Um, but what, you know, what, what, um, what spirit, what, um, as I said earlier on, what, what steel, what backbone from this squad to take that bitter blow late in the game and yet still force the issue from that great shot again from Sean Williams, another player who's playing outside. Was it him who was at fault for the first goal with the header back across the face of the goal? Um, anyway, if we might have to uh, draw a discreet veil over that if so. But a great shot late, 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 spilled in the path of the oncoming Aidan O'Brien, a player that is... Um, I, I wonder what plans, you know, Gary Rowett may have for Aidan O'Brien. As I said in the in the stream of consciousness, he's a player that's always flirted with you know the potential to do more and to 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 do better, but never quite made it. Uh, he's he's probably at a bit of a crossroads in his career too. He's got a chance to make it upwards or to or to go downwards in 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 all in all honesty. Um, but great finish, and he showed his talent for you know goal poaching last night, which I always always think is his his true um, asset. As Gary Rowett said to John Kelly in the post-match press conference, when you're 2-1 down with four minutes to go, you could argue it's a reasonable result. The point is, um, you know, is, is not a bad outcome. They had uh, their players Lolly and Lewis Graben on the bench, and you saw the impact they had when they came on, said Gary. Uh, we keep getting into the final third and lack that tiny bit of quality. Our set pieces were unusually poor. Yes, they were. I thought a lot of our crossing wasn't up to, up to scratch last night. Um, six or seven times hitting the first man. A repeat kind of feeling that I had through the game. My man of the match, I felt Ben Thompson put in a shift last night. What did you think? You probably have seen the TV coverage. Same as me, Ben Thompson, um, for me, stood out. J- Jed Wallace probably just um, aware that he's in the shop window, aware that it's live TV and probably just overcooked it slightly for me last night. Um, but you've also got to mention Bart Bielkowski because he made one or two great saves at times, especially in the second half when Forrest did start to haul themselves back into proceedings and show what they're made of. Um, Jack Clark, speaking on Twitter, says Jed has gone from Lionel Messi to Stefan Meyerhofer in minutes. <laughs> Harsh, Jack. Um, the end product has been poor, but what happened in the last 10? Overcomplicated and can't even play a pass. You're better than that, Jed, says Jack. Um, he had a mixed bag last night, I thought, I thought, Jed. He was involved in everything, but he did also overdo it at times. So, um, you know, 
possibly possibly uh, stage fright knowing that the uh, the big time is just around the corner. Mill halfway line was watching from afar. I don't know where, I think it was in Germany, I think I read somewhere. Uh, he says, we sometimes lacked quality in the final third, but it was a really disciplined, dominant display. Impressive, says Mill halfway line. I, thought, I think that's correct. Uh, the Grumpy Grimace, Grumpy Grimace, Says um, to Jed, Mill suits Jed, Jed suits Mill. The grass isn't always greener. Um, I think that's true, um, Grumps. I know what you mean. And I'm sure Jed has thought that because he seems like a mature bloke. Um, he's equally got to be conscious of his earning potential and his stage of career and the fact that he's probably only got three or four years, possibly maximum at that kind of level, potentially, to make this kind of move. So, yes, you're right. The grass isn't always as green. He's been to Wolves, a so-called big club, aren't they? And they've not really succeeded there. As per Savile, look at George Savile. Um, the grass, thinking the grass was greener in, in Middlesbrough, and he's gone up there and found it's a, a kind of a post-industrial, polluted kind of um, wasteland um, on the pitch. Um, not quite a nice countryside around there. But anyway, you know what I mean. It's not worked out for him up there. So, you know, possibly it may well be with Jed, but I suppose if it doesn't work out, let's say Aston Villa, because that's the name being banded around, it won't work out with um, a couple of million in his in his bank account. I don't begrudge him that. Um, Dan Wall says we should have won that, but what a performance against one of the better teams in the league, making them look bang average. They did look bang average, Dan, I do agree, especially in that first half. Also, earlier in the season, we don't come back after they make it 2-1. Relatively happy, says Dan. Um, the football theorist says we just lost two points and ultimately the best number seven we've ever had. Well, we've had some decent players, football theorist. Maybe you're not old as long in the tooth as me. He's, he's a very good player, Jen. If we can get, you know, double-digit millions for him, then um, that's got to be good business. But he, anyway, the football theorist can't be disappointed after that. Overall performance, William Hill Bookmakers, speaking like a true bookmaker here, William Hill, has a repeat tweet about four, five, ten, six times saying Jed Wallace only costs £500,000, 500k, and possibly he's going to go for double-digit millions. Good business, of course it's good business, we, we know that, but that's not the thing that lifts the heart of the average fan, because we no, no small boy falls in love, or never used to, maybe they do now in the age of football manager. Um, but we never used to fall in love with account sheets and figures. We used to fall in love with players that could cut a knife through butter through the central defence like Jed can. So that's what, you know, that, that's what lifts the heart. Not as Lion Zwar puts here, 10 million for Jed, he asks. He says he's worth 25 million. Well, I'm sure that's in the capable hands of our, um, you know, our, our, our dear leaders at, at the den. Um, I don't know how many millions he's worth. It's you're always worth whatever the market will pay in in the end. Uh, Tony Pike says for sure we sh- we would have lost that under Harris. Um, he would have brought Hutch on instead of AOB. Confidence is building nicely with a couple of additions in January. The playoffs are possible. That's the that's the nail on the head there, Tone. I I agree with you there, mate. Um, a couple of additions to the squad will, will cost us, um, Jed, but. That could mean um, a playoff run, in my opinion. You know, obviously it's it's all to be played out yet. Ed Castle says a good win to an annoying draw from a a good win to an annoying draw to a Boric's defeat to a meh draw. Meh meh is a modern word, meh, M-E-H. 11th place finish this season, says Ed. And he wishes everyone a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas back to you, Ed. 
Uh, and finally, I think this is this is the one thing I would leave you all with, and I agree with Neil Fizzler. Um, the standard of football Mill are playing has improved vastly since Gary Rowett came in. Small steps and all that. I agree with you there, Neil. It's it's improving. Um, big January, big Christmas, big January coming up. Let's see where we stand. You know, once once that's um, that unfolds. Um, so there we are, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning into this slightly. Um, put together in a rush edition. I've got to go out myself shortly, so um, thrown it together slightly on the hoof. I hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Achtung Millwall. If you do fancy giving me a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, um, that'd be fantastic. I would, uh, I would really appreciate that. Go on to Apple Podcasts. You can give us from zero to five stars. I actually don't think you can give zero stars. We can give one star. But I'm after the five stars, dear listener. And if you can put nice words in there, it gives me a nice, warm, glowy feeling when I get home later tonight and hopefully read some nice reviews. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for those who have supported the calendar. It's going to a great cause. I'll do a report back next week on how sales have gone with the the Achtung Mill calendar. If you do fancy one, send me £10 to uh, via PayPal to cblthemag.com at hotmail.co.uk don't forget your name and address Arriva Dirty Millwall you've been listening to Octoon Millwall the CBL magazine podcast that's the Millwall news this week and we are out of here Achtung Millwall Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.